0: Hello, everyone, and welcome. On this episode of this podcast, we are going to talk about race, religious, and I guess a whole conglomerate of things. Professor, I know that um, when choosing a partner, does it should we choose somebody of our own religion, or do they have to be the same color as us, or? Can it come out
1: and we can just, you know, just come together? This <laughs> one. First of all, I want to address the color issue. We're in Texas, and we see a lot of interracial marriages in Texas, um, but that's not so across the, the country. There are some very strong feelings about races when you get into the South. When you have a black and white issue. I've never understood why we have held this generation to what the older generation hundreds of years gone by has done. We're carrying a grudge. So when I make these statements, I want you to understand my viewpoint and why it's that way. We should not be in a situation that we find ourselves uncomfortable in. Now, two of our partners here are our team players are interracially married? And this is gonna come up into an area that they're familiarized with and what they've had to deal with in society. You might not think that society is watching, but they are. Now, Joy is my oldest granddaughter. And I remember taking her to Maine with us. And I didn't even realize that when we got into Jackson, Mississippi, I was holding her hand going into the store. I forgot what we were going in there for. And we were coming out and she goes, Nana, did those people look at us weird? I had never even paid attention, but she had spotted it. And I looked back and I thought, yeah, it's like they've never seen a white grandmother and a black grandchild. And so you get a lot of peering looks and overtones and statements and actions. I'm going to say if a person is that shallow, that they cannot get to know you for face value, and I'm not talking about color race, I'm talking about who you are, then you don't need to be with that person anyway. And you need to ask yourself, and you need to talk this over in depth, how is the extended family going to receive you? I think you're a perfect example of this, Stephanie, what you went through because you married a white man who was a part, his family was a part of KKK. So. How did, Mm -hmm. how have you dealt with it through the years?
2: Uh, When we first got married, it was like, the first three years was very difficult dealing with his family, especially his dad and his brother, because it was just them three. And uh, I say right before his dad died, he finally accepted me for who I am, not looking at the color barrier, though what I was. And his family, they was wishy-washy, but I wasn't really worried about his, Family, other members, or his brother, what they had to say. Like I stood my ground to let him know, you know, regardless of my color, I'm still a human being. I'm still a person, and I still I have my feelings too. I'm not gonna separate from my husband because my skin tone, you know. So, but yes, it it was very hard. But you you can overcome that, you know. You you can't let what your family, the family members on either side say. Well, why you do that? Because I know there's family on my mom's, members on my mom's side that's interracial marriage, and I'm, it's just a color. It just doesn't mean anything. You, we're still human. We still have feelings and personality.
1: But you um, were kind of had an advantage because your husband didn't really interact with his family.
2: Yeah, I had pretty much, which was good. You know, we only went to go visit more so his dad. Then, if their family was over there, then we'll visit them. But. Like I said, I support you behind your dad, you know, because I know he was a he's an elderly, and whatever he need, we can be there for him. So.
1: What did you find unique about your husband? Tell us a little bit about his personality.
2: That he has a that unique that? personality. He's like a big fluffy teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his personality was what attracted me to Devo, what but this man has a kind, loving mm-hmm. heart and. Uh, with a giggly Tommy, <laughs> but but his love and his sincerity towards my whole family and we all biracial was the main thing it, well, it was acceptance you have to you said me you have to accept everything that comes with me and because the, you were
1: more interactive with your family
2: exactly
1: than his
2: right and uh and it was no problem so
1: so when he went out to eat did you have looks or when you're out you oh
2: to oh things? yes like i said the first three years i mean when we go on his side of the city with that oh, oh we got some disturbing looks some racist comment and that was a lot of times i had to bite my tongue on some things because i see the ignorance of people and there are sometimes i'll be like really you know you know sometimes we let us uh, uh skin flare up and say some things but most of the time, you just kind of got to look over people and think, okay, you're just ignorant. You just don't know because God brought us in all these different colors. He didn't say we have to marry a certain race to be together, to love somebody. So.
1: And what about you, Stacy? You have an interracial marriage.
0: You know, I'm not sure what my husband
2: is sometimes <laughs> because
0: um, anytime we travel, it's He's everything, and then some. So we always get stopped for him, whether we're driving or whether we're traveling through the airport. Especially going in foreign countries. <laughs> yeah, foreign countries. Right. Definitely not us. Um, we never got any comments that, that I'm aware of. I mean, not there's nothing that was directed towards me, and if he's gotten any comments, he's never expressed them to me. And we pretty much talk about everything. Um, we have gotten looks from older uh, older people with um either in, on his side which he's mexican and on my side and i'm black so we've gotten some older and and i like a challenge so but we didn't get any comments or anything like that i like a challenge because then that just makes me hang on him and like, oh and yeah I, I just make a big show out of it because i know that you know there's no common sense because if i s- cut myself and that we're all bleeding the same color so mm-hmm. unless you're half alien um some of my think might be. <laughs> uh, we never that I am, am aware of. We've never gotten any um, derogative comments towards us. Um, if anything, I was gonna say. I don't know. I, I guess we don't give. We didn't give people that time of day. So whether they did have something or said something, you know, it must have been a low whisper that they didn't want confrontation, or um, you know we we're just us so you accept us whether you like it or not even at his job you know people um he's been working there 30 years and some people still don't know he's has an interracial family and um they're still trying to figure it out and he doesn't tell everybody who he's married to or what color his wife is only very few those that's been working there a long time know that um i do exist but we are very um quiet Because we like the art of surprise, so um, in in that case, so that and us, yeah, we're, we like, we like a challenge.
1: Now, how long have you and your husband been married?
0: (sighs) Seems like, I want to say, it'll be 23 years next month.
1: In the month of July. And what about you, Stephanie? How long have you and your husband been married? Uh,
2: In May, it was 18 years.
1: So here you have two women who are in interracial relationships and marriages, and yet they've been married a long time in today's society. Mm -hmm. Now, I also wanna ask this question. Do you feel it's right to tell your spouse that a family member has said something ugly about them? Or do you think that your spouse should have put them in their place and stopped it right there? So this is kind of a two-point question.
0: If, if I'm not there and one of his family members had said something derogative towards me and one, if he didn't say something, I probably would, we probably would have some issues. You'd wonder what he was on because that's just... Oh, no, it'd, it'd, it'd be a verbally. I would confront him and the person he said it to or whoever, you know, that, that way they know where I stand. Um, but my husband is not like that. He takes, he's definitely a very quiet, he compliments me, so... I'm a very extroverted, uh, reserved, but outgoing personality. I guess it's kind of, I'm a, kind of a Heinz 57 mental case over here. <laughs> so, and, but he's always the same, laid back, easygoing, quiet. So when, it's time, when there's a com- confrontation, he is definitely there. Probably a little too much that he doesn't need to be there. So if there was something derogatory that I heard, and then I will address that issue. And that way they know that that's not something we're going to be, it's not acceptable. You will not see me probably ever again. (laughs) And, and, you know, I, I won't give you that time of day. I won't let you have some leeway in between that. And I think if you're going to marry, this is one thing. If you're going to marry someone that is outside your race, I think you need to make sure that you're not sensitive, you know, because you have to have a hard shell. Even you don't even have to marry somebody, even some of your friends. I mean, we have interracial um, extended family and interracial friends that we are around. And there's still some issues in some places of the world. Um, There's still some issues in some places in the States. And you can sense that, but you can't be sensitive about it. Because even though people are ignorant to the fact, well, skin color. Mm -hmm. Um... You just have to have make sure that you are not sensitive that's if you can't handle it then with just your friend your your nucleus of friends and family, then you won't be able to handle it if you marry somebody outside your race to me that's that's mainly the base that's the way to put it so
2: yeah you you really have to have the mentality to be mentally prepared for whatever is going to come at you when being in a interracial a relationship so like uh like I said, I've been married 18 years. At first, I was like, I, ain't, I always say I ain't gonna never marry outside my race. But look at me now, you know. Mm-hmm. And I knew when I did get married, I knew there was gonna be issues that I would have to be, especially on race, on racism. And but I was like, well, that ain't gonna make me or break me, it ain't gonna change me who I am. And it's just gonna make me a better person and not discourage other people that has the same ideals because some parents can stop their children from really not marrying the outside of the other race and still encourage them, Okay, what you like about that person and regardless of that skin tone, they are, you know, what does that person do for you? And then you have to really then go back and say, when you, whoever you marry, how that's going to work with your family you know are you ready to separate from your family because of this issue are you uh, is the yeah, family going to be acceptance? yeah some
0: families they would just pull away from you and then are you going to be able to handle that they Especially won't invite in you, you to the family you. get yeah. together. exactly and, that is and
2: that's a, even with your own race your I, own I don't life need life. advice <laughs> cooking so <laughs> it works out both ways and uh so for is racing, you know, you really, you better sit down for whoever you with, a partner, because I'm um, where we at right now. Well, I we-
1: think you need to step back <coughs> and establish yourself. Really. What is your viewpoint?
0: It's right. You right. have to know in yourself if you can handle it. And what do you think if you if you believe that in yourself that you're not going to marry somebody outside your race, don't just go, oh, I'm going to marry a, somebody outside my race just because I want to see her see how it goes and yeah that that's not going to work that is not because there
1: are cultural differences right oh yeah you know uh, my youngest son who unfortunately is no longer with us he married hispanic and therefore my grandson is hispanic and, and white and i never saw color so when my sons were coming up i didn't say no you cannot interact with this one no you cannot this is not our race this is not you know anything to do with the guidelines of my generation. Now, now my son is in Mexico. He lives there and he's dating an amazing woman who I just am crazy about. And I don't care what her nationality is. So that's kind of a surprise. So if you hear this, then guess what? I'm not gonna be concerned with that. I want my son to be happy. And if a certain individual brings him happiness and he completes her and she completes him and they're a dynamic duo, then let it be. I'm not going to have a problem. There are cultural differences. Being in Mexico is a completely different culture Mm -hmm. than being in the United States. Being in Texas, we have a lot of the Mexican culture there, but in other parts, it's not so. Mm -hmm. So we need to step back and realize that we've got to start putting forth attributes that are reflective of kindness goodness and not arrogance
0: even even not to cut you off even here um we're in jerusalem uh, we were at the park one day and there was a muslim girl and a woman young woman and there was a he was ethiopian Mm -hmm. or jew so he, he was basically he looked black but he wasn't black he was either ethiopian and jew so but it seems like they he was very respectful of the girl and everything, and but it seemed like they had to hide in order to have some type of connection. And They really liked each other, really was in love with each other, and they probably was in their t- late 20s or 30s. And it seems like, okay, if they were, good thing the park wasn't busy, but what would her, and I was sitting there looking, what would her family think, and what would his family think, and you're in a jewish nation or israeli nation with um just three main religion would they accept that as you know um even though they are very respectful of each other and in love would they accept that and i don't think so because they wouldn't be hiding you know (laughs) to talk to each other but um you know and it's sad because to me if you are compatible with somebody somebody completes you and somebody is respectful of you and your feelings and Uh, I don't think it would make a difference, you know, as long as they treat you right and do what's right by um, you as a whole. And, you know, it doesn't, to me, color sees no boundaries.
1: Now, the next podcast, we're going to address religion. What about our faith and does it play a part in a relationship? Joy, back to you. Thank you once again for joining us. This has been a very interesting episode, and
0: I just want to say I learned a lot. <laughs> so this is Professor and Squeaky, Stacy signing off. Thank you once again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.